0: It's the final rewatch The final rewatch the final rewatch Oh It's the final rewatch Before the new season It's the final rewatch I'm watching them all, the final rewind. Greetings, stranger friends, and welcome back to the final rewatch. Before, of course, uh, season four is probably not the final rewatch ever. I mean, that would be very presumptuous, Um, which is probably one of the biggest words I've ever used. Um, So here we are. Chapter two of uh, Stranger Things, The Weirdo on Maple Street. We got a lot happening here. Um, and I know I said I wasn't going to take notes. I lied. I took little notes just to remind me of things because I watched it earlier today. Then I had to start working. Now I'm on my lunch break. I have a meeting in about an hour, but I thought I have enough time to talk about this and eat my lunch. Uh, thank you to everybody. First of all, who watched, uh, yesterday's or listened to yesterday's, uh, episode, it was a nice little surprise. I didn't mention it or tweet that I was doing it. I just recorded it, and boom. Now the cat's out of the bag. Now uh, everybody um, is, is, hopefully, everyone who listened to it is is waiting for, for this one and enjoying this one as well. want to give a quick shout-out to M on Twitter at STIsLife, because it is, underscore 011. Of course, underscore 11 Life underscore 11, who wrote to me on Twitter and said something very, very nice. Uh, and I'm pulling it up now because I'm very good at this Twitter thing. Uh, so M said, where is it? My goodness gracious. Um, oh, uh, this was an amazing surprise for me. Thank you for doing this. You're very welcome. And I said, thank you for listening. M also went on to say, already listened Uh, to all the episodes more than six to eight times. That is amazing. Enjoy it every single time. Woo, I love it. I love it, I love it. Before I start talking specifically about this episode, I saw, um, well, a few days ago, on the 27th of April, uh, they tweeted out, Good Morning Eleven, with a new poster of uh, Young Eleven, uh, kind of uh, a nice... A painting of her. There's my dog barking in the background. Uh, it looks like she's in her hospital gown. She's got the short hair, and she is overlooking um, Hawkins Lab. This is young 11, right? Like, There's no chance that this is all a flashback, all the stuff with the short hair 11. Imagine if it wasn't. Imagine if somehow... I don't even want to think about it. Nope, nope. I'm not even going to let myself think about it. Uh, but today, they put out more posters Eagle's nest do you copy there was a tweet there's my dog again she's on the back deck she loves it out there but if something's out there that interests her she will bark we have hopper uh, who looks like there's it's it's a great painting uh, where we see Russia but we also see like on one side blue sky on there's a th- on the other side red sky with some mind flyer stuff in the background they all kind of have once two sides to the sky like um, like eleven's got green sunny skies, probably her California world, maybe on one side, and again, scary, scary. Um, you're just gonna have to deal with my dog barking. and I close the window. Hopefully, that'll help. I apologize um, with the the um, all the mind flayer stuff in the background. They all have that similar thing, but the three posters today were um, Hopper, Joyce, and a nice like knit cap. Because it's cold in Russia. And Murray. Uh, who's in some sort of. Remember they fly in. That's going to be crazy. Each poster has. It looks like it's the same setting. But it's not exactly the same. Like if you look at. Um, Hopper's. There's a mind flayer kind of to the left of him. If you look at Joyce's. It looks like there's more mind flayer stuff. And something towards the bottom. Towards the ground. If you look at Murray's. Nothing towards the ground really, some lightning maybe, and the mind flare on the left side and up by his head, up towards the top of his head. Um which I guess Hopper's is like that too. But oh my god, what a we don't even know Murray in this episode. We we, we do see Hopper, we do see Joyce, and we see um we see some stuff that leads us to realize that they have a past. They have a past. And what I think I wanna do is because I Didn't take meticulous notes. I thought it would be best to... What I used to do, I have this Mad Men podcast that I did years ago. And sometimes what I would do is go through each character. And that would remind me what they did in the episode. So, Will, we don't actually get to see Will at all in this episode. Except we do hear him one time go, Mom! On the phone. And it's heartbreaking. Um, And that leads to... what, What was Joyce doing? So, uh... Joyce has kind of been a wreck. I, I obviously, uh, and please forgive me if I'm what I'm doing. What I'm getting here is wrong. But I watched it this morning, and I'm going to do my best to kind of recap everything that I remember, as well as uh, the little notes that I have. Um, obviously, Joyce is uh, freaked out about what happened with her phone. She um, Hopper comes to the house and. They're like, he's like, she's like, it's been six hours. He's like, I have stuff to do there. It is busy. I am trying. I'm doing my best. She's like six hours hop. And again, I said this the other day, you know, the fact that she calls him hop just shows that they have a some sort of past. Um, One of the deputies like assumed that they were, you know, um, together at some point. And the other deputy made a joke like, oh, hasn't she always been a little crazy? And he's like, come on, man. Her her kid's missing. Um, But he comes and looks at the phone. He thinks maybe a storm caused it. Obviously, she doesn't believe it. She thinks she has this idea and knows that something's up. Um, Brenner, was they overheard that phone conversation of her calling. um, I think it's when she called Flo about the phone and they heard that and she said, I heard my son and I heard this thing and you can already see this is what brings Brenner to on the, this is what brings the buyers on Brenner's radar. It's like you see certain things. Um, we see the, the you know our heroes get put on the bad guy's radar and you see the bad guy be put on our radar when they're out for the search Hopper's off for the search. I'm just jumping all over the place. Hopper goes off for the search. Mr. Clark finds a little cloth, piece of cloth of 11's uh, robe, 11's, uh, um, you know, the the hospital gown. And they're like, could, could it be anything? He's like, I don't know, maybe. And they, they're like, no kid would go through that tunnel. And they're like, you know, um, any kid would if they're hiding from something. And it shows the tunnel. The, the, um, the pipe, drain pipe that goes into the Hawkins library. Boom, boom, boom. Now that leads, that's going to lead Hopper in the future to be have, have reason to go snoop around there. Aha. Uh-huh. And of course they're using the, uh, they use the phone call to now go snoop around at the buyer's house. Now what, they, I remember they went to the house. No one was there because Joyce was off buying a new phone. She went to her her place of employment and says, I need a phone and I need an advance on the phone. He's like, I was paying this. She's like, Listen, I've never missed a day. And all this time, I worked on Christmas Eve, I worked on Thanksgiving, I worked all these times. I need two weeks of of forward. I need this phone and I need a pack of camels. And you could see the guy was resistant, but he, you know, he's going to take care of his Joyce. And um, while she's out of the house, they, they knock on the door, realize no one's there, and they start snooping around. They get into the shed, and they see some, I want to call it ectoplasm, some sort of goo, and they realize, oh, there's definitely something um, going on here. There's some sort of connection. But they all get out of there, right? By the time she goes, she gets home. Joyce really, I think, besides getting the phone, besides talking to Hopper, she... Um, she just stays. Oh, there's moments where she, we see that Jonathan takes photographs, and she's like, Well, this is really nice. And they're kind of having this moment where they're going through photos, and like, This is it. This is the one for Will. It's a perfect, it's a nice photo of him smiling. This is the one we're going to use. How depressing is that? As, Oh, this is such a great photo. We're going to use this for our son and brother's missing poster, you know, missing person poster. That is just depressing. But she says to to Jonathan, "Oh, you know, these are really nice photos you've taken." And we see Jonathan break down, and he's like, um, "You know, there's this is, I should have been there. I should have been there because he took some he took some extra hours working." She's like, "You know, no, your brother's a smart kid. You you, you know, you didn't you didn't do anything. You didn't cause this." Um, when Hopper comes up, he's like, "Where's Lonnie? Went where? You know, how far away? Where does Lonnie live?" Jonathan's like, "Let me deal with it. I don't know." If Hopper went to see Lonnie, because he's like, you got to stay home with your mom, kid. But Jonathan didn't care. He went anyway to go see his dad right away. I was like, oh, man, we see the dad right away in the second episode. I didn't realize that. We see the dad is kind of like, he starts blaming Joyce for this. He starts blaming his mother. Like, maybe I'm not the bad guy, kid. Maybe you should move out here. It's like, oh, they'll find him. You know, he's he's, he's, a, he's a smart kid. They'll find him eventually. Like, he didn't really care all that much. He, like, cared as little as possible as you could. You know, thinking it's not a big deal. He's like, there are people searching. The cops are involved. And he's like, eh, you know, it'll work itself out. Oh, does Hopper still work there? That? that I think that's what he asked about. Like, you know, that's what you have to worry about. Um, so Lonnie's obviously um, a jerk. And we know that. We know that now. We'll know that forever. Um, but other than that, I feel like after that, Joyce sits around and, and waits uh, on the phone for um, for – Will to finally call. When Will finally does call, that's when it goes a little crazy. And uh, you, she hears the voice. The phone gets fried again. Then all of a sudden the lights start going cuckoo. Uh, we hear the um, the clash playing from the bedroom. Should I stay or should I go? Which is another thing that uh, uh, Jonathan was listening to when he had a flashback of him and Will. When their parents were fighting, he's like, don't worry about Oh, his dad wasn't coming to bring him to baseball. He's like, don't worry about that. You don't even want to go to baseball. Does he ever do anything you want to do? No. So don't even worry about it. Okay? Um, uh, and then he's like, you, you, "You, I maybe I want to do baseball. He's like, no, no, no. He wants you to do things that, you think, that he thinks are normal. He goes, it's, being normal is boring, something like that. And he gets him to play. Place the He goes, you know, he's playing music for him. He tells him, you can keep this mix. It's got all these songs on it. It's going to change your life. And um, one of them is class. Should I stay or should I go? And he... Um, Oh, you heard my dog again? He um, he had that flashback listening to that song, while at the same time, we hear the song later in uh, Joyce's In the Buyer's House. And that's, that's basically Will doing anything he can to try to get his mother's attention on the Upside Down. Um, which we get our first kind of glimpse of that. Of where Will actually is. Um, so, the music's playing and um, then You know, like the bulbs are going, and then you see that thing stretching through the wall, trying to come through the wall. And that is freaky. She runs out of the house, and then she hears the music come back on. Should I stay or should I go? And she's thinking to herself, that's Will trying to talk to me. And the bravest woman in the world goes back into the house. I'm sorry. You know, I love my family. I love my wife. If my wife goes missing, and then I see a shape pushing its way through my bedroom wall. I think the first thing I would do is run. And the last thing I would do is come back in. Even if my wife is playing like her favorite song th- magically through the radio, I'm not sure that I could muster up enough courage to think. I don't know if I'd be s- smart enough, first of all, to think, well, that's her coming through the radio magically. I need to go back in the house. I'd be like, you know what? Let me wait until the wall starts try- stops trying to attack me. Then I'll go back in, okay, with someone else. I'll wait till someone else is there. Maybe. I, I'm not as brave as Joyce Bias, clearly. I think that's the end of Joyce's journey. With Hopper, I'm trying to think what we get with Hopper. We get him on the search. We get him talking to Jonathan. We get him talking to Joyce. We get them on the search. with. I said the search with Mr. Clark. We get them near the... Um, the the quarry is that a quarry where they where they show the you know one of the deputies is like oh man we could jump this he talks about some guy jumped it for ten bucks it's like no he didn't he lied to you if anyone jumped that you'd be hit that you'd hit the ground like you'd hit the water like pavement you'd, your bones would burst you know smash to pieces and the guys like I don't know um, what else we get oh well when when I forgot to mention when Hopper and Joyce were talking about going she, Joyce made a comment about. Hopper's daughter. You could tell that Hopper just needed to leave. You could see that Joyce uh, was out of line. Felt out of line. You could see she was regretted it. Uh, we also get Hopper at Benny's, and he's like, you know, um, Benny. He goes, one of the cops says, "Hey, you know, this must remind you of back in the big city." He's like, "Yeah, you know, we'd see this, this stuff like this all the time, except they were strangers." I know Benny. You know, I've been coming here for years. I've known Benny for, for you know forever. Uh, Because they made Benny look like he killed himself, so all of a sudden there's a kid missing and a uh, and a suicide in one week, and so they're interviewing, or in a couple days, they're interviewing a um, one of the guys who was inside the um, Benny's place, and he was like, "Oh, you know, Benny, everything seemed normal." He said he was going up to Etwa, I think it was Etwa or Etwa, to go fishing, and I thought, "Hey." My wife and I, we know people in Etoile. We know uh, a, 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 a woman she grew up with, and, his, and her family moved down there. Uh, I was like, hey, I know that place. Um, or I know of that place. But I've never been. She has, but I haven't. So he's like, oh, yeah, uh, we're going to go there. And he goes, you know, the only thing that was weird, there was this kid here the other day. And they're like, I'm sorry. He's like, Hopper's like, what kid? A kid? So like, yeah, this little kid about this big. Was it What is it, Lonnie's kid? He's like, oh, no, no, um, Lonnie's kid. Come on, come on. He goes, this kid, my dog's coming in now. He's like, no, this this kid had like a shaved head. Lonnie's kid, they didn't, they didn't look like Lonnie's kid at all. He's like, well, forget about the hair. Could they have been the same? It's like, well, I guess it's the same height. So now they're thinking, you know, they're confused that there are two, There's that there's one, there's two kids out there. And, um... Hopper's thinking, well, perhaps one of these kids, this, there's only one kid, and it's Jonathan. Uh, I'm sorry, Will. So, and but it's interesting they called him Lonnie's kid. They don't say the buyer's kid. They don't say Joyce's son. They say Lonnie's son. So it just shows that this is a small town, to me. This shows it's a small town with where everyone knows each other. Lonnie is, you know, someone they knew, all knew growing up. Um, it was always Lonnie and Joyce, Lonnie and Joyce, probably. At some point, it might have been Hopper and Joyce in high school, but Lonnie and Joyce... Then Lonnie leaves, but you still think of, like, those Lonnie's family. That's what they think of it as Lonnie's kid. Just that that little way of saying it, the little turn of phrase, just made me think of that, think that was that thing. So we also see Hopper, we see him with a woman. Now, this woman, he's like, you know, it looks like he's, they spent the night together, and he's kind of like, uh, you know, you ever think we're cursed in this town? He's like, there hasn't been a, a, a missing kid here has been a suicide here since twenty three, you know. Like, you ever think he he starts to think, you know, he's cursed. Probably thinking about his kid. Um, we see a don't we see? I don't know when. What was it in the first episode of this episode? We see a drawing on the wall of a family with a kid. I think it was yesterday. Um, and I think that's it for Hopper. Is the last thing we see with Hopper him at the tunnel, looking up into the, um, into the. Uh, Hawkins Laboratory at night? I think so. I think so. I think I covered everything for those two. Brenner, we don't see much. We see him on the phone. We see a little flashback of of him and Eleven calling him Papa. And we see him um, at the house, the, the buyer's house. But I think that's it. I think. Again, going on memory from a few hours ago and, you know, I took a couple notes, and I'm walking around my, my apartment right now. Didn't didn't even read any notes. I, I, I'm not reading any of them. I probably should have. Um, I said, Brenner knows the connection now after overhearing Joyce on the phone and is going to the house in the shed. Well, yeah. Um, all the stuff with Mike and Eleven and the kids are fun. You know, we see um, they set up Eleven in the basement. I forgot how Lucas was very resistant to all this. He's like, "What is this? This weirdo? What? What are we doing here? We don't want this." You know, like I think she's the weirdo on Maplethorpe, um, right? Or is it, or is it, um, is it on Maple Street? Or is it Jonathan? I don't know. Um, but we see the kids trying to uh, trying to set her up. With something, right? Isn't that? They have her home. They have her set up for the night. And John and Mike's like, listen, this is what's going to happen. Um, and this is when he finds out. Oh, you're eleven. Well, my name is Mike. Short for Michael. Why don't we call you L? Short for eleven. She's like, okay. Talks about friends. I think I could be getting this out of order. She's like, friend. Is that someone who you tell anything to and, and do things for? You know. Uh, and you can see Lucas and Dustin were. Um, oh, do you want a treat? I think my dog wants a treat. You can see Dustin was slightly resistant. Lucas was a lot more resistant to um, to bringing Al into this. Because he's like, you know, what, what is this? What are we doing? This is not right. We need to be out there looking for Will. Uh, but they're like, listen, you need to, um, tomorrow, you need to uh, go. Uh, we're going to take care of things. You're going to go out um, outside. Ring the doorbell in the morning, and then my mother will know what to do. She'll know what to call. And um, that was – oh, that might have been the next morning. I think they left her to go to bed. And then the next morning, Mike snuck downstairs, got her um, uh, an ego. right? That's when we see the first ego waffle for her. Uh, and the, he's like – him and uh, Nancy were having like a little argument like, oh, I was studying last night. What was it, anatomy, human anatomy? Uh, they're kicking each other. And they're like, what's going on? Nothing. They both don't want to know. They both know they're hiding something they don't want to share with the parents. Um, we see, um, so Mike goes down, gives Eleven the thing. That's when she says, later, you need to come out, knock on the door. My mother will be able to help them. She goes, no. It's like, why? No, bad people. That's when Mike finds out that there are bad people out there. She doesn't want to go back to where she's from. And she makes a little, like, hand signal with the gun. She's like, Do you understand? I was like, yeah, I understand. So I guess he leaves to go to school. We think. We see Lucas and Dustin show up at school. There's no seat there. Like, where is he? Oh, he'll be. He'll be he's running late. They're probably worried about the girl and Mike being with this girl. And, um, oh, how funny was it when they had her at night uh, that, that sh- they give her something dry and she goes to take her her, her wet robe off right away, Um the gown and like whoa 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 and Dustin mimicking it later. she's like she's trying to do this. She's he's like pretending to lift it up over his head. Hilarious, um, and uh, so Mike pretends to go to school, goes back to the house, and hangs out with Eleven. Shows her uh, around the house. Is how he's like calls Nancy pretty. He's like yeah I guess. Uh, shows her shows her the lazy boy chair, and at one point brings her up to his bedroom. And it was very much like Elliot and E.T. looking at these little toys. Uh, Then she sees a picture of Will. And she recognizes it. And um, now I think at this point, Mike's mother came home. Oh, they were sneaking upstairs. Mike's mother came home, spotted him. And he's like, listen, I'm sorry. I wasn't feeling good. And the last time I did that, you let me go. She's like, I understand. There's a lot going on with Will. You can talk to me. So she let him stay home. And she um, then... Uh, he's up in the bedroom, right? This is when Lucas and Dustin get out of school. They come right away to see her, and they're like, "What are you doing? You're still hanging out with her." He's like, "She goes, he, she rec, she recognized Will." He's like, "What are you talking about?" She pointed at him. She saw him, and they're like, "This isn't right. We gotta, we gotta, you know, figure this out. We need to take care of this." I think he wanted to, you know, Will wanted to, or Lucas wanted to tell the parents, tell somebody, and boom, the door slammed, the door locked. And you, they turn around and they see Eleven with a nosebleed. And she's like, no. Uh, I think Mike also said there are bad people searching for her. And they're like, that's when they were nervous. She says no. Then they go, is it back downstairs? Or they say, listen, we're really sorry. Lucas is, oh, Dustin says, we're really sorry. We didn't know you had superpowers. Um, and they stay for dinner. Uh, so they're, they're going to figure, I forget exactly what they're going to do. This is awful. This is awful. Very different uh, than than yesterday's episode where I took a I did take a couple notes and I just watched it and just talked about it. This is me hours later trying to remember everything. Um, but hey, this is the rewatch, the final rewatch. I told you it was going to be casual, and I'm 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 wandering around my apartment, probably going to go hide in the bathroom just to get just so my dog stops staring at me. Um. And so okay, so they are they're eating dinner, and they it's very funny. You see Eleven walk by. And Dustin smashes the table. He's like, What? Oh, sorry, a spasm, because they don't want the parents to look up. See the Levins walking around the house. Uh, they. I'm trying to think what else happens with the kids, because she says bad men, bang, you know, like shows, does the mimic of the gun, shows Dustin and Lucas that. Um, but I don't think, I don't know if there's anything else they do. My God. I know Nancy. We see stuff with Steve. We see Nancy and Barb talking about going to Steve's at night. Barb is not into it. Barb is not interested in it. Um, my dog's going back out now. And, um, but there, there, there's a rally for Jonathan for the Byers family. They saw Jonathan at the school putting up posters, and you know the the jerks. They were like, "Look at him! Oh my God!" Um, and Nancy, very nice, goes over and says everything. Barb and the the jerks stand there. She goes over and says, you know, like apologizes, says just basically letting him know that they're thinking about him. He's like, thanks. He takes off back out, and they're still in school. They're So later on, she's like, oh, the rally. I'm gonna go. I should really go to that. She was never going to that. Her and Bob end up going to hang out at Steve's because Steve's parents are out of the house. They're shotgun and beers. They're listening to rock and roll music. They're jumping in pool, fully clothed. Barb is not into it, but she even tries. She even succumbs to peer pressure to have a beer, cuts her hand, bleeds a little. Uh oh! If you know anything about monsters, monsters love blood, and we all know what happens from there. Well, Nancy and Steve stay together. Um, they, they, uh, Nancy, you know, Nancy wants to stay with Steve, so they go upstairs. She touched changing out of her wet clothes, and they start, you know, smooching. And she's like, go home, Barb. And Barb just is going to hang out. And I've been that third wheel before, just hanging out. Oh, it's not fun. Um, and she's by the pool. Now, it is a little creepy seeing Jonathan, you know, he's in the woods looking for photos, looking for clues. He hears screaming, and he sees that he he comes upon uh, the, the Steve's, uh, the backyard of Steve's house, um, where he starts taking pictures, which... I have to admit, later on when they find out about the pictures, I can't disagree that it is a little creepy taking those photos. A little stalky. A little stalkery. Uh, but he's changing his film. When he's changing his film, he's looking down. At it's something. He gets distracted. That's when Demogorgon, we see the first kind of flower face of the Demogorgon pop open, grab Barb. Gone. Barb has gone. We don't know where Barb is. We don't know. Like Already, the end of the second episode, no Barb. I was like, wow, I forgot it was that fast. You know, everyone talks about justice for Barb and boom, she's already, you know, uh, in, in hot water or, or no water or, or under, um, uh, uh, you know, under um, upside down water. Oh, my God. I'm all over the place. I forgot. The kids all went down and she looked at the uh, Eleven, looked at the Dungeons and Dragons board, picked up Will the Wise's wizard and said, Will. And then she's like, you know him? Where is he? She goes, show us on the board where he would be. She takes the board, she flips it over. There's your first thought of the upside down. Puts it there. She's like, what's he doing there? What do, what do you mean? Hiding. Hiding from what? Hiding from who? And then she grabs the Demogorgon and, and slams it down. The biggest thing that looks like a monster. And it's like, oh my god. You know, there's a monster. They She feels it. Uh, Dustin seems to be into it. Lucas, I don't, I still don't think he's, he's sold. I forget. They kind of they kind of split off at some point um, early on. So I'm going to look at my notes really quick to see if there's anything of interest that I wrote. Um, oh, we see the first hint of Hopper's Big City Life. I forgot that eleven uh, Lucas wasn't totally into things. We got our first nosebleed. Um, I mentioned Etois. I mentioned Lonnie's Kid. I wrote down that Barb should have dropped her off and left. Um, I said Oh, Hopper is in bed with some random woman who I don't think we ever see again. Looks like they've been dating a bit, maybe off and on, because they they weren't. It wasn't like a one night stand thing. They weren't like strangers. Uh, oh, I see. Yep, uh, she recognizes Will's figurine. Jonathan takes the camera into the woods. He also visited Lonnie. Joyce gets a phone and the camels. I think that. Yeah. Oh, I I said I wrote this down. You push a kid into a pool now. There's a great chance you're gonna ruin their phone. They didn't worry about that in the '80s. Um, every, oh yeah, I think that's, that's all my notes. Oh, yeah, Brenner, I, I, I covered everything, I think. Um, yeah, that's how this is going to be. It's going to be a little different. Sometimes it's going to be me in front of my, uh, my microphone, uh, where I am thinking, really thinking, cause I just watched the episode. Sometimes it's going to be me hours later talking into my handheld recorder, wandering around my apartment, trying to avoid my dog barking at me before my lunch break ends because I have a meeting in 27 minutes. So this episode will be up later on this afternoon uh, probably maybe early this evening but um, you know two for two right? two for two and this we finally get a glimpse at, at the monster we get clues that there is will is hiding someplace um, we get more character building uh, with with everybody. Um, and you know, God, Steve Harrington's friends are just a bunch of, I'll just call them D's. You can decide whatever the D stands for. Those are a couple of D's. Um, and what else? Uh, I think, and of course, we see our friends dealing with things, dealing with their friend being missing, this mysterious girl showing up. Um, and oh yeah, we got the flashback when 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 eleven was in the closet we get a flashback of her getting thrown into solitary confinement with Papa, Papa, that's where you make the real connection you say, oh, they know each other too you know these are things you probably knew you probably expected, um but you're seeing it oh, there's that guy with that with the girl boom you have to remember this is this is six years ago, and people are like, what is this show what what is going on here? you know I remember I think it was. I think I was homesick, I think. Or I took a personal day, I forget. And I was like, oh, that show's on, let me watch one. And then I was like, let me watch another. Let me watch 3 more. And then I was I finished almost, I think I left one episode to the to the next day. But that's the problem with Netflix sometimes. You watch them and then you're done, you're like, oh, now I have to wait so long. Now, at least with Stranger Things, we're going to get 4 or 5 and then we only have to wait like another month. So that is exciting to get the other half. Um, that gives me time to get all these episodes ready for you, the listener. And again, I appreciate each and every one of you. If you do uh, leave a review or leave a voicemail, and I don't get to it right away, it could be also that some of these some of these episodes I might start recording and banking and then posting. So I may have recorded it a week or two before they actually get out to you that. So there's, there may be, I'm just behind on things and I haven't caught up and checked on new reviews or new voicemails, but I, I will, I will definitely get to everything. I appreciate it all so much. Thank you so much. Uh, And until the third episode, until next time, until chapter three, I just want to say thank you for listening and subscribing. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at geek mentality. You can find the show on Twitter at Stranger D pod. And everything, every episode is available. Uh, the bonus episodes, the, the 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 book club episodes, the every episode of Stranger Things, and of course this rewatch you can find at fansnotexperts.com stranger danger. And until next time, my friends, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing and stay stranger, my friends, and look out. Look out, look out, Barb! it's the devil Fanon Fans not experts. Say goodbye